Welcome to another edition of Nothing But The Truth with Jeff Lowe. I've been away from you for a little while. I took a little break, but I'm back now and we're going to be looking at God's word again. And so I'm going to open up in a word of prayer and we're going to just dive right in. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to look into your word. Thank you, Lord, for your marvelous grace and bringing us up to this point. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will bless the hearers. I pray, Lord, that no one would leave the same way that they came. Help us, Lord, to look into your word to change for the better. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this marvelous salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. Thank you for this marvelous hope that we have in you. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would give me wisdom as the speaker. Help me, Lord, to present your word in such a way that people would change from the inside out, not because of me, but because of your word in Jesus name. Amen. So it's good to be back with you once again. Um, I took a slight break, but now I'm back and we're going to just dive right in now. We're going to be looking at Psalm 23. We're going to be looking at Psalm 23 and I'm going to do a verse by verse study of Psalm 23. And so let us begin by reading Psalm 23. And the, uh, this is Psalm 23, uh, starting at verse one. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever and so i want to do a verse by verse study of psalm 23 and we're going to start with verse 1 and and maybe get to verse 2 but we're going to start at verse 1 and verse 1 says the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, what I want to say to you is, I have a question for you. Who leads you and guides you every day? Are you your own shepherd or is Jesus your shepherd? Because as it says in John chapter 10, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. There is no shepherd, there is, there is no leadership better than the leadership of Jesus Christ. And I have news for you, you can't be your own shepherd. If you are, if you are shepherding yourself, if you are guiding yourself in this life, you are making a mistake. If you are a believer under the sound of my voice, if you are calling the shots in your life, if you are giving yourself direction and not allowing Jesus to give you direction, you're making a mistake. And the thing about it is when you look at verse one, this verse, David is saying here, the Lord is my shepherd. In other words, no one else can be David's shepherd except Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ leads David, guides him, and takes care of him. 
And see, if we let Jesus be our shepherd, he will take care of us. But where we get in trouble, we try to do things that only Jesus can do. Now think about what the job of a shepherd is. The job of a shepherd is to protect the sheep, to make sure the sheep um, are able to eat, to to look ahead of the sheep to make sure that the path is clear so that the sheep can get through. The shepherd also watches out for danger. Now think about this from the perspective of us being sheep as people. Jesus cares for us. He watches out for us. He protects us. But guess what? If the sheep get ahead of the shepherd, you're on your own. You see, See, there are moments where we need to be in lockstep with Jesus Christ and move as he moves. We shouldn't be ahead of Jesus. And when you look at this verse, this verse has the idea, and I'll read it again. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When you look at this, David is saying, if Jesus is my shepherd, in which he is, I will not lack anything. There is nothing that I will lack. Yes, we may have moments where we don't have what we want, but understand if Jesus is your shepherd, guess what? He will provide if we allow him to lead us and to guide us. But there are moments where we step ahead of him and guess what happens? He has to rescue us. He has to rescue us because we think we know better than Jesus. But guess what? Since Jesus made us, he knows better than us. When you look at this verse one, it has the idea that David allowed Jesus to meet his needs. See, when is the last time you allowed Jesus to meet your need instead of you trying to meet the need? You allowed Jesus to meet the need and you waited on the shepherd, the chief shepherd, which is Jesus Christ to meet that need for you. And see this verse also, when you look at this verse one, and I'll read it again because I want, want it to stay in your mind. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. See, if Jesus is your shepherd, you will not lack spiritually. If you allow Jesus to feed you every day by his word, you will not lack spiritually. You will always have what you need from his word. See, the basic thing that a shepherd does, he makes sure that the sheep are able to eat and see understand what the job of a shepherd is the shepherd is always trying to guide the sheep to a pasture to a place where they can feed and eat now see understand this and know this jesus is always trying to feed us the question is do we like the food that he's trying to feed us do we have a true desire for the word of God, the pure word of God, the, the word that Jesus wants to feed us? See, your life won't change outside of the true word of Jesus Christ. And when you look at this, the word of God as believers, we should crave the word of God. Because ultimately, Jesus said that he's the bread of life. Now, see, I want you to understand that. Jesus was speaking from a figurative standpoint. Understand that the word of God, that is, that's our food as believers. When you look at this, 
As believers in Jesus Christ, we should crave the Bible. The Bible should not leave our side, should not leave our hearts, should not leave our minds. You should have a true desire for God's word. If Jesus is your shepherd, if he is your shepherd, then guess what? You will desire and crave the word of God. You won't run from it. You will run to it. You will take the food that Jesus wants to feed you. But what the problem becomes, we want something else besides what Jesus wants to feed us. We want junk food and we want to call it the word of God. And it's not. It's junk food. And guess what? Just like people say, just like that proverbial saying, you are what you eat. If you eat junk, guess what? You're going to have junk in your life. But if you eat the word of God, guess what? Where, where your life will be. You will prosper because guess what? The Bible says the word of God will not return unto him void. The word of God is living like it says in Hebrews 4.13 for the word of God is living sharpening any two-edged sword so guess what the word has power the very thing that Jesus wants to feed you it has power so looking at 1 Peter 2.2 it says this it says as newborn babes 1 Peter 2.2 2, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby so we should desire the word of God. If Jesus is our shepherd, we're going to desire the word of God. And see, when you look at this, how can you tell? How can you tell that God is your shepherd? First of all, first of all, three ways. You allow God to guide you. Because remember, I've alluded to this. When you look at John 10, 3. When you look at John 10, 3, Jesus says that he is the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. That means that there is no other shepherd that's as good as Jesus. And how does God guide us today? God guides us through his word. And just like going back to one of my points, my, my previous point, if you don't want to eat the word of God, if Jesus can't feed you the word of God, he can't guide you. So understand, if you if the word of God has no place in your life, if you don't want to eat what Jesus is trying to feed you, he can't guide you. The other way that God guides us is through prayer. If you aren't praying as a believer in your life, guess what? You lack direction and the guidance of God. Another way God guides us, he guides us through circumstances. See, God allows certain things to take place in our life in order to guide us. There's another way. God guides us by telling us no. Guess what? There are moments when as a shepherd, a shepherd has to redirect the sheep because the sheep want to go in a direction that's not proper for them. But because the sheep doesn't know, guess what? The shepherd has to guide them. Have you ever had a moment in your life where it seems like you were hitting a brick wall and you couldn't get through? That's because if you're a believer, Jesus is stopping you from going in that direction so that he can take you in another direction. And see, it's up to us as believers to get the cues, to get the message from the chief shepherd, who's Jesus Christ, not to go in that direction. 
The other way that that um, the, the Lord is our shepherd, he clears the path. He clears the path. Remember what it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He shall. That means that God will clear the way. If God is in it, if Jesus, if Jesus Christ is your shepherd, guess what? He will clear the way. He will clear the path on your behalf. He will do it. He will clear it for you. And so looking at uh, John chapter 10 verses 3 and 4. And it says this. John chap chapter uh, 10 verses 3 and 4. And, I'm, I'm, and I kind of alluded to this. Um, it says. To him the doorkeeper opens. And the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name. He, and he le and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Now see, that's my point. First of all, you see there in that passage in John 10 verses uh, 3 and 4 that the, the, the shepherd goes ahead of the sheep. If we let Jesus go ahead of us, we would have less issues in our lives. But what happens is we go ahead of Jesus and then we want him to come and clean it up for us. See, that's what we want from him. But guess what? If we let Jesus go ahead of us and how do we do that? Pray before you get there. Pray before you go. Get the word in you. Ask God to help you in the situation before you get there. That's how you get Jesus there beforehand. And then when you look at uh, Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust me and believe me at this. Going back to, to verse 1 in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Guess what? Jesus Christ protects us every day and I'm interested. I want to know this. When we get to heaven, how many things will Jesus show us that he protected us from that we didn't know about? Or there were moments where we were in danger. Danger was right around the corner, but because he's the good shepherd, we it, the danger never even touched us. Do you consider the fact that we are human beings? We are so frail, so weak. At a moment's notice, we could die. But Jesus, the good shepherd, preserves us, keeps us from danger because he's the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. We are not consumed because of the power of Jesus keeping us day in and day out. And guess what? Even when we don't say thank you, Lord, Jesus is still the good shepherd. And so when you look at this, when you look at this, when he says, I'm the good shepherd, I want you to understand that when he says the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. See, that's, that's ownership. David has a true relationship to Jesus Christ. He has a true relationship. He has enough of a relationship with Jesus Christ that he allows Jesus to meet his needs. And when I'm, what I'm here to tell you is you got to let Jesus meet your needs. You have to allow him 
to meet your needs where you are and he will meet that need. And so looking at him being the good shepherd, the good shepherd, he he protects us, he provides for us, he, he guides us, he clears the path. Going through this week, I want to challenge you in the moments where you attempted to do things your way, allow Jesus, the good shepherd, to clear the path for you. Allow Jesus, the good shepherd, to provide for you. Allow Jesus, the good shepherd, to protect you. Allow Jesus, the good shepherd, to be the shepherd that he is for you in your life this week. And you'll see a difference. As I want to just kind of close out, I want to close out um, in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray for all those listening under the sound of my voice that they would allow Jesus Christ to provide for their needs, whether it be spiritual, whether it be material. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would help the hearers allow Jesus to to provide for them. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you will give us the wisdom that we need to know when to move when you say move, to know when to stop when you say stop. Help us, Lord, to follow you and to be in lockstep with you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to desire the sincere word of God, that sincere, pure word of God. Lord, help us, Lord. Help us to see you in the circumstances of our lives. And I thank you, Lord. I love you in Jesus name. Amen. And so as it has been my custom, um, I want to give the invitation to salvation. And it says in Romans 3.10, it says this, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And so understand that there is no righteous person on this earth. There's no person that is righteous in and of themselves. It says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So in other words, every person that ever lived and will live, they've missed the mark. They can't live up to God's standard. But I can tell you, he made a way that, that we would be acceptable in his sight. And that will be through his son, Jesus Christ. Because it says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth mouth confession is made unto salvation and i can tell you if you receive jesus christ right now and you confess with your with your mouth and you believe in your heart guess what you will be a believer in jesus christ you will be a follower of christ because it says in second corinthians 5 17 it says this therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things are passed away behold all things are become new. I can tell you, I don't care what you've done in this life. If you receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior, his blood will, will cleanse you. You will be in the family of God. You will be a new creature in Christ if you receive him. And all you have to do is repeat after me and say this prayer. Say this prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I accept you as my personal savior. Come into my heart right now. In Jesus name. Amen. 
It's just that simple. It's not hard. If you pray that prayer, you are now in Christ. If you repent of your sins and turn away from your sins and turn to Jesus Christ, you will belong to Jesus Christ. Just like me going through Psalm 23, when David says, the Lord is my shepherd. Guess what? If you receive Jesus Christ and you pray that prayer, guess what? You are now in Christ. Jesus belongs to you. You belong to him. You are now in the household of faith. And so that's my message for today. Um, thank you for listening to Nothing But The Truth. Again, you can email me at nothingbutthetruth04 at gmail.com. Feel free to post this podcast on your social media. Feel free to email me with any questions that you may have. And I just thank you for listening. I pray that you will have a blessed week. Thank you for your time once again. Nothing but the truth with Jeff Lowe. Thank you. Bye-bye.